Hello and you're listening to FBCast, the podcast for frivolous pursuits where we bullshit about the week in pop culture. I'm Luke. And I'm just a dog. And this week we're talking about... Movies, The Rock is yeah. a big can of whoop ass, yeah. isn't it? I don't know. This is a controversial opinion, but like having watched Hobbs and Shores, yes, my take Hobbs on and it, Shores. Hobbs and Shores. Just, well, technically, there is two Shores in the Fast and Furious. Well, no, there's there's many Shores in the Fast and Furious universe. Look, if people can say Legos and you can call Maya Myers, I can say Hobbs and Shores. Uh, okay. Hobbs and Shores. Mm. I guess you know. If it's an S is good enough for it's not yeah. a hob and sh- well there was there was three of them in this particular movie there were more, multiple shores yeah in fact the other shore I preferred to the the, the shore that we was the main shore yeah anyway my, fav- is- my favourite shore is the dead shore but it's it's all the same really yeah <laughs> a shore yeah. is a shore yeah yeah and of I'm course, sure they can uh, introduce more if they need to mm. Hobbs well, there were lots of Hobbses too there were, yes, there was many Hobbses. And there were many Shaws. Yeah. So, well, Hobbs, certainly... Hobbs, Hobbs already has the S on there. Yeah. So, he's just streamlining the whole thing. So, definitely delivered on the front of, if you wanted to see some Hobbs, yeah. and you wanted to see some Shaws, yeah. there's your, there's your, there's your mm. thing. But, uh, my controversial takeaway is, uh, I think those two guys are pretty cool and tough. They are. Yeah. Yeah, and they... I liked how they demonstrated that by punching a lot of people. Yeah, they sure yeah. did. They sure did. And mm. um, there was a bit of meta commentary, though, because at times Shaw's like, oh, your solution to everything is just, like, to punch a hole in it, isn't it, Hulk? And then um, you're like, yeah, like, they do rely on violence a lot. And then, but then Shaw's like, oh, that is also this with violence. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to beat you the shit out of you yeah. with a champagne bottle. Yeah. 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 At least he's not using his fist, though. Yes. But, yeah, true. But, um, yeah, these guys, they are... He's a prop man. Again, controversial. My takeaway only. I I think they kick ass. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, one kicks ass. Ass. A-S-S. The other kicks ass. Yeah. Gosh, that was confusing for a while, wasn't it? Because, um, so... I liked how how on the screen they would put up the different spellings as they said it, just so that you knew who was kicking what. Yes. Yeah. Because if the rock kicked ass mm. I'd be like oh, uh, hello mm. but no he, he just kicks ass mm. yeah yeah again streamlined you no, know, he, you... he whoops it yeah whoops it up yeah exactly yeah. why use four letters when you can use three and yeah. get the same idea across yeah mm. all these problems in the world why aren't more people getting really uh, big and roided and whooping ass yeah wouldn't that solve things do you need a wall, or do you, do you just need um, like forty-five thousand rocks? A couple of big old uh, yeah, and we're talking the human rocks. Mm. Uh, a couple of big old uh, muscly boys mm. and some um, you know governors down there just whooping ass. Mm. Yeah, so uh, obviously we got a lot to talk about uh, this week, <laughs> and uh, that's a preview of what our review for Hobbs and Shaw is going to be like. I'm sure. Are you sure again? Um, yeah, look, it's it's quite one. Mm. Yeah, it's safe to say, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't have a lot uh, to talk about, but that, in mm. some way, gives us a lot of freedom. Well, it's never stopped us before. No, and, and I think that just means if there's a topic, if there's a pop culture, anything that sort of happened yeah. or that you're just thinking about that you want to talk about, mm. this is a pretty good time to talk about it. And I've got one, in fact. 
Because somebody opened uh, that Pandora's box for me the other day, which is Garfield. Okay. Now, I loved Garfield in the 80s as a kid um, because that's what you did. You know, he's a fat cat. That's pretty funny. He hates Mondays. Yeah, and it's about cat ownership, you mm-hmm. know, and how cats are lazy and, and fat and self-motivated and selfish and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, there, there is a point, and if you look at Garfield through the ages, where Garfield goes from being cat-like and this big fat cat to even though they still make fat jokes about him to being slimmer and slimmer and smaller now his body's smaller than his head and his feet are bigger than his body mm-hmm. so he's got huge feet now yeah. just back feet like big human michael jordan feet yeah and, and then well, his head's so big he's got to balance it out he's got yeah. a wide base to keep the the noggin up and uh so a garfield book turned up at work and this got me on the rant and I decided I had to let everyone know about Garfield's big feet oh, okay. and how they've changed. And then um, afterwards I thought, look, I need an answer. I've never had an answer for why Garfield has such gigantic feet. Uh-huh. Like surely someone at some point has put Jim Davis over the coals and said, look, what's the deal here? So I, um, I-, I Googled like Garfield's giant feet, why? And about three stories down, there's a link to an article called Fuck Garfield and His Gigantic Feet. And I'm like, oh, this this person's on my level. Uh-huh. This is someone I can relate to. And then I realize it's a 2012 article on Fruitless Pursuits written by me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I did finally find out the answer some seven years later. Mm-hmm. And this is going to shock you because Garfield has giant feet due to the influence of a man that I at least thought I respected. And that is, it's going to blow your mind. Yep. Peanuts creator Charles Schultz. Okay. So he was hanging out with Jim Davis, and he said, oh, yeah, the problem is you draw him on his little feet. Like, he, he was like, you know, Snoopy, when I stood him up, and he's like a human in a dog suit, I gave him the bigger feet, and then it works. Mm-hmm. And he's like leaning down on a drawing and going, you got to make his feet big like this. And he's like a cat in a human suit. And Jim Davis was like, wow, yes, that's what I need. So this guy, like this really well-respected dude, mm-hmm. a sabotage, clearly. And can we posthumously... Remove some of his awards or honorary doctorate or something. Do you remember Snoopy's feet being? They're not as big as Garfield's. No, I mean Jim Davis obviously thought, well, look, let's go a bit bigger than Snoopy. Yeah, but the thing is, so Charles Schultz had restraint. Well, don't you reckon that? And this is where I'm going to go up against this revered genius. But don't you reckon that Peanuts is about? Charlie Brown. It's about the kids, and it's it's existentialist, existentialism and nihilism, and it's kind of depressing. Yeah. And it's these kids trying to navigate the world. And Charlie Brown is a loser, and he the thing is his dog is uh, a winner, yeah. and his dog is like a little human in a dog suit. He's got this like very exciting life of his own, yeah. which is always happening in the periphery. Whereas Garfield's about cat ownership, and if he's a human in a cat suit. Yeah. That's about slavery. I guess. Yeah. So, are we cool with that? I'm not cool with that. The only argument would be you could say, oh, it's about John. And John's depressing and his cat is a cat in a human suit who's having a better life. But if you go back to that first strip, hi, I'm John Arbuckle, I'm a cartoonist. This is my fat, stupid, fuckwit cat, Garfield. Mm. And Garfield's like, burp, lasagna, in my belly, please. Mm. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something to ruminate on. I will do that all afternoon now. Yeah. Every minute. And if, if you guys are half leaving. as invested in that whole thing as Jacinta is, <laughs> be surprised. <laughs> uh, Venom 2. 
Talking yeah. about pretending to be interested in things. Yeah. Oh, look, Venom was a, a strange one. I didn't like it as much as the internet seemed to do. I liked bits of it, and I, I think I did say at the time that I would be happy to watch a second one. Uh, and it's been announced, and... It was and, a very small movie. Yeah, yeah. But I liked the the sort of buddy element of it more than the real, I guess, superhero-y part of it. Yeah, well, because it had a shitty villain. Yeah. And it, it had low stakes and, and not a very large scope. Yeah. The best bit of that movie is... Tom Hardy in the fish tank yes, at the restaurant. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That <laughs> certainly threw himself into that. But, uh, yes, we are getting a second one with uh, Andy Serkis as director. Yeah. Now, yes. he's a passionate dude. He puts 100% into everything he's doing. Yeah. So I'm excited about that aspect. That makes me go, okay, yeah, yeah good, interesting, yeah. do it. But the problem is now that Andy Serkis, Tom Hardy, and Michelle Williams are being interviewed about Venom 2. Yeah. And have to, like, pretend to be excited about the first one. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, Venom's an excellent franchise. Well, it could be, Andy, if you play your cards (laughs) right. But, uh, you know, its best part was Tom Hardy sitting in a fish tank. Yeah. You know, and he he could do that on his day off. He could. You know, you don't have to get all all the bloody second, third, fourth unit out there. Yes. You know what I mean? Do you reckon that Andy's going to uh, insert himself into the Venom character and do all the mocap for Venom? I don't reckon Tom Hardy will let him. I, I think, like... Andy Serkis is the director. He can do what the fuck he wants. Yeah, but, you know, Tom Hardy is the sort of... The, he must have had a pretty watertight deal to do Venom in the first place. I guess so. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Plus, he's a big fucking geezer. Have you seen him, like, play gangsters and stuff? There's that movie where he played... Two twin brother gangsters. Yeah. He's fuck off scary. Yeah. And he's not going to go, oh, yeah, I'll do all the fish tank parts, but you can be all the big black superhero venomy alien parts. Yeah. Is he? No, uh, like, Andy Circus will be carnage or something. Well, unless he, like, I don't know, does he have to wear the stupid motion caption pajamas? Oh, he Andy Circus will wear them anyway. Oh, yeah, Andy Circus yeah. wears them under his normal like clothes. He's like Steve Jobs wearing but the like, turtleneck. You know, the whether Tom Hardy wants, you know, he wants to keep up that cool image. Does he want dumb mocap pajama pictures coming out like Dan Stevens is the beast on stilts with a fucking grey leotard on? No. Who's going to let them come out, though? He could punch a photographer in a second. <sighs> he, I feel like anyone could probably punch a photographer in a second. And track him down. Yeah. I, I, you know, and why? Why even have a symbiote enemy? Why not have Andy Circus play Pacepot Pete? He's a guy that um fought with glue. Yeah. I feel like there's probably a, a decent reason why they don't put Pacepot Pete in yeah. there. He had a purple beret. Yeah. 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 Get the old Pacepot out. Yeah. Hey, look, Venom's made out of all this stringy goop, but uh, how does he fare against uh, Other glue? Other stringy goop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a bucket of clag. That'll stop him in his tracks. Yes. Mm, yeah, watery, flowery clag. Um, speaking about sticky goop, <laughs> here's my segue to that was yeah, that was quite a segue. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, and um, these stories have been coming up for a while. There's a new one, but this idea that Gwyneth Paltrow has absolutely zero idea of who's who in the Marvel universe, who any of these actors are, and what movies she's been in. Yeah. And the newest one is Samuel L. Jackson. Apparently, um, when he turned up at the funeral when they were shooting that, she was like, "Who's this? Why is he here?" Oh, okay. And they were like, and oh, he's kind of important yeah. to this whole thing. Yeah. And you've been in movies with him. Yeah. But she uh, just didn't know that. 
Yeah, I mean, part of me is, like, not super surprised by this. But then she hasn't really been in any other movies that I can think of over the last sort of ten years. So this yeah. is the only acting stuff uh, that she's doing. Look, I'm not... I'm not bringing this up to kind of uh, shame her in, in the way that I'm sure there's a lot of people like, oh, you don't even know who Nick Fury is, you idiot. I mean, like, it is pretty weird that she's not that invested, but at the same time... She should know she'd been in a movie with Samuel L. Jackson. She's not that invested, you know? Yeah. She doesn't give a... She, she does not give a monkeys about all this comic book bullshit. She likes Robert Downey Jr. She turns up to, like, play opposite him. Yeah. She doesn't give a fuck about the rest of it. She doesn't care about... Oh, she didn't know who the Winter Soldier is. That, that's a badge of honour, isn't it? I don't think she... Well, she probably hasn't been in a scene with him, so she's got no reason to... No. ...really know who he is. Is um, he a vibrating egg that you stick in your vagina? <laughs> no. So who cares? Exactly. Though I do wonder if, if she really genuinely doesn't know or if she's doing the... I'm a bit too cool, so I'm saying that I don't know about all this comic book stuff. Oh, you're right. You reckon she's... Yeah. But really... She's just making shit up. She knows she could, like, recite the origin of Pace Pop Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a secret shame. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I imagine that Gwyneth is, would be quite into Clag as for its potential healing properties. That's so interesting. She, so she would be, you know, Pace Pop Pete would be right up her alley. A Clag line. She'd put him up her alley. <laughs> a Clag line of cosmetics. <laughs> clag it up, ladies. Yeah. Uh, you, you should start... A blog, a lifestyle blog called yeah. Clag. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Americans, Google Clag, C L A G. If the results are confusing, add glue. Um, <laughs> but, but that is the quintessential paste pot that. Uh, oh, I was going to say the quintessential paste pot growing up as yeah. a child in Australia. Yeah, I think but, so. But uh, what about the old little purple Perkins paste? Oh, I think that might be a bit before my time. You didn't know the Perkins paste? No, I had the the Uhu glue. Oh, well, that's the, still, you know. No, I know, but the purple one of that, that was the first purple glue experience that I had. I can go to the fucking um, stationery cupboard at work and get a, a tube Uhu with a minion or something on it. It's not going to be purple, is it? No. No, you can get blue one and you can get, like, clear one. You can't get purple one anymore. Well, why would you want to put a minion on a purple one? That doesn't make any sense. Banana, am I right? Yeah. I think they do. They like bananas. I don't know. Or do they not like bananas? Never seen one. So I know I have they no idea. say banana. Yeah. But I don't know if they're like banana. Yeah, I don't know if they're pro yeah. or yeah. anti. Yeah, and I mean, are we just being like, are we assuming they're saying banana because that's what it sounds like to us? It could be minion language. But in minion language, it means something different. Yeah. Yeah. I charge your tits. Yeah. Speaking of animation and charge your tits, I finally watched Big Mouth. Oh, okay. After you recommended it to yeah. me, and I said, nah, not for me. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched it, and it was great. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's ugly as fuck. Yeah, but it's not It's not nicely done, but there's... I was painting Blood Bowl miniatures, so I didn't have to look at it that often. Yeah, every time I sort of thought, oh, this is getting a bit, like, ugh, for me, it would just pull out a moment that just made me go, oh, fuck, okay, this this is so tuned in with what it's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just hearing Jason Menzuka's say things like shooting ropes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, um, I'd battled with, in, internally, with Nick Kroll, yeah. who's someone I liked, but then he does this horrible Australian character on Comedy Bang Bang, which is just mm. a lazy bunch of stereotypes, and he can't do the accent. Yeah. And as someone who's like, ah, oh, you know, I do all, the, all these voices, it's like, that's a really fucking terrible accent, and yet you keep bringing this character back as though yeah. it's something good and it's not. Yeah. So I was like, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. But when I went back 
to that first episode, I realized I gave up on it after about 30 seconds. So mm-hmm. I hadn't really given it a shot. But yeah, it was good. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. I was convinced that uh, Will Arnett was doing the hormone monster, which it is Nick Kroll, but he yeah. sounds so like much like Lego Batman. Yeah. That, uh, I would love to um, see somebody who's, who's got time on their hands, take some clips from the Lego Batman movie and have Batman say things uh, to Robin like, you're a freaky fucker, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Speaking good. of shitty accents, have you watched any of The Boys? No, I haven't. No, I haven't yet, but I keep seeing ads for yeah, it. Yeah, and, I think- I, I, and I'm on the cusp of actually doing it because I'm, I was reading today that it's like breaking all these records for Amazon Prime. Yeah, because I read that Carl Urban's meant to be doing an Australian accent in it, but every what I've heard is sort of halfway between Australian and like Cockney London. And it's like, he's from New Zealand. Like, it's not that fucking hard, is it, surely? Yeah, that, that would be a deal breaker for me. Yeah, I, I mean, find look, it hard. I find I've, I find I've, it hard to listen to something like that. I've only seen little clips of it. I could be mistaken. Yeah, but it sounds pretty. Ugh. What I'm currently watching, and I, I mean currently to the point that I just paused it to record this, is Glow season three. Oh, okay, and I'm, I'm loving it. It's so good. Yeah. Hmm. And um, you know, I've been all about the Alison Brie, but I'm, I'm yeah. it's like getting it this season. I don't know what happened. Just getting a crush on the other one. I'm Betty Gilpin. Okay. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and age appropriate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, for once. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of um, glamorous ladies of television, yes. I'm going to be seeing Hayley Atwell at the end of September. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to have an ultimate experience. Yeah, yeah. I'd be excited for you, but I'm probably going to be having surgery around that time, so one of us will be having fun in September. Yes. I've, <laughs> I've, I've got my ultimate Hayley Tilgetman photo and the autograph and the yeah. uh, and the meet and greet. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what meets it'll be. Hopefully it'll be a platter. Prosciutto. I'll, um, I saw, I'd I, love to share some prosciutto Lady in the Tramp style with Hayley Atwell. Yeah, yeah. Completely unrelated to this. But as I was driving here, there was a guy uh, riding a motorcycle. It was a uh, Ducati. And his little uh, license plate on the back of it was, Scusa me. <laughs> <laughs> that made me. That made me laugh. I mean, I hope the guy obviously is, is Italian. Otherwise, that may not be appropriate. But it was very funny. It gave me a chuckle in the traffic. Mm. Mm. That's good. It's nice yeah. to have a chuckle in the traffic. It is. It is. Uh, occasionally. Look, it's just nice to have a, have a chuckle ever, really. Yeah. The, the way the world is at the moment. A, it's not a great. tiny sliver of joy. Yeah. Did you see the um, the 30 to 50 hog meme that came out during the week? 30 to 50 hog. Feral, oh, feral hogs. It was this, it was talking about, like, gun control, obviously, and some guy came out on Twitter very genuinely and seriously and said, yeah, but if I don't have, like, an AK-47, how am I meant to deal with the 30 to 50 feral hogs that come into my garden every time my children go out to play? Mm. And everyone's like, what the fuck? How, why are there these hogs? Do you genuinely think that an AK-47 is okay to be spraying when you clearly have your children around? And what is happening? And the memes that were spawned from this tweet were glorious. Very, very, very funny. So thank you to that ignorant rural American who uh, really wanted to defend his right to keep an AK-47 in his house to kill all of those wild hogs which may or may not be attacking his family. But the family got caught in the crossfire. Would it be really a terrible thing? Yeah. I mean, those kids are going to grow up with AK-47s, right? Yeah, probably. 
you know, yeah. they've made their choice. Give them the guns. Well, they, they want guns. They want them. They love them. I know. They're invested. Yeah. They can't. Because anyone who says, oh, no, we don't want guns, the NRA is like, and then all these people just go fucking nuts, and, and no one would win. No. We just wouldn't get the support. It's suicide, so enjoy it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you reap what you sow. You die, live by the sword, you die by the sword. Mm-hmm. Um, guns, guns, guns. Yeah. Some of those sweet guns. It's a shame that I'm never going to go to America now. We could be shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, well, I'd like to go to Disneyland, but I just feel like the risk of dying is too high now. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go to another Disneyland somewhere else. There hasn't been a, uh, a mass shooting at Disneyland yet. Yeah. Uh, I think the mascots have Kevlar under their costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. It's probably for getting, like, kicked in the balls by all those little kids. I'd have to have Kevlar anyway. Can we please, if guns are a thing and getting rid continue to be a thing. Uh-huh. Can we have armed mascots at Disneyland? Oh, yeah. Just Pluto wandering around with a With an with AK. A shotgun. Yeah, in case yeah. there's any feral hogs from Moana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yep. That little pig. Yeah. In case he gets delusions of grandeur and starts rampaging through yeah. Splash Mountain. Pumba. A Pumba. Pumba. Oh, yeah, he's a loose cannon. Yeah, he is. And yeah. what better way to deal with a loose cannon than a loose cannon? Yeah. Hand cannon. Fuck you, Pumba! <laughs> Akuna yeah. Matata, bitches. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, even if it was concealed in their costume, sort of like an air marshal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Pluto's posing for a photo. And then, uh, pow, 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 pow. Yeah. Okay. Shoot out. He just, like, shoots out of his tail? Um, yeah, or out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. They could change it with characters. I mean, what it, didn't Stitch whip out a lot of guns? That would be fun. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. They have a ray gun, but instead of being a pretend gun, it's real. You should have a gun theme park. Friendly Fire Mountain. <laughs> you probably could argue that that is already uh, the state of Texas. It's a littered with shells world. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, there's been enough uh, gun bullshit on the internet this last week. Let's not drag it out anymore. There's a time and a place, right? Yes. Yes, there is a time and a place. <laughs> pew, pew. Uh, speaking of guns, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a, a uh, Fast and the Furious Presents movie. Yes, a spin-off of characters introduced in the Fast and the Furious franchise. You know, I have so zero mem. I was reading a little bit about Fast and the Furious movies yeah. and trying to place things. And they were like, Shaw is introduced at the end of six... And I was yeah. like, fuck, I think I've seen Six. And then they said, you know, in the he's uncredited in the after so You're like, you don't know me yet, but you will. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, there, that rings a bell. I think I've seen that. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, that means that I've seen all of the Shaw stuff. But at the, but at the same time, I just was lost. So you've seen all of that Shaw stuff? I'm pretty sure, because I've, I've seen Seven, Eight, and... Was so the, you've seen the stuff with Luke Evans? I must have. Okay. It's weird, like, they were talking about um, him saving that baby, and I remember that, yeah. with the baby with the headphones. And then they were like, when he went against Charlize Theron's villain Cypher, and I was like, Charlize Theron? <laughs> what? Yeah. And it's so weird, because there are so many movies, especially blockbusters, that I've seen once, and I could tell you, like, everything that happens in them. They, I just do not absorb these movies at all. No. Like, I've seen all of them, and I think we were trying to... 
I was trying to tell you what happened where on the drive home, and I'm like, fuck, I actually can't remember anything about any of these. Yeah, so now I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess it was Charlize Theron was Cypher, but I cannot picture her. Yeah. Like, I can't picture her character and what she looked like. I can picture CGI Paul Walker, you know, <laughs> yes. popping past in the car. No one can unsee that. I picture, like, Vin Diesel coming out on the rooftop and going, hey, my baby's name is Paul Walker. <laughs> like, I remember that. Yeah. Vividly, obviously. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, what else? Well, Ronda R- 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 Rousey, Rousey was in one, wasn't she? Yeah. More like Ronda Rowdy, the way she carried on. Mm. Let me tell you. So, yeah, um, it's funny because you, you look at Letterboxd and stuff and you look at the reviews and people are finally sort of going, um, oh, yeah, I don't know if these movies are that good. Uh. Um, and I'm like, it took this? Because I, I thought it was a fucking walk in the park compared to the Vin Diesel ones. Like, Vin Diesel is the thing that really turns me off these movies uh. because he's just so self-conscious about trying to be super cool that it's just comedic. Mm. Like, he's just such a big loaf. So, I mean, I think we both gave this a three out of five, but at the same time, I was... It was a good three out of five. I was more entertained by this than some of the other ones because it wasn't trying to take itself so seriously. But then when I read people's comments, I think they liked the series, that, like, they thought they were real movies or something. Yeah. And that the family stuff was meaningful. Like, I just... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I essentially, for me, this was just like any other Fast and the Furious movie, really. Like, it was dumb as shit. Like, there was just whole sections where I was just like, really, this is what you've, you're going for? Like, when The Rock does the rock eyebrow. I'm like, oh, okay. But, I mean, essentially, any movie that The Rock is in is more or less tailored for people who just really like The Rock. So there's always going to be those little rock moments. Um the, the cameos were good. There's someone I don't normally love seeing, but oh, actually yeah. love to see. Yeah, actually, the, I knew there were going to be cameos, but I didn't know who it was going to be, and the especially the first person, I wouldn't have expected And he wrote them. all his own dialogue. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was good. Yeah. He was enjoyable. He was entertaining. Very good. And from what I'm hearing is that uh, perhaps in future movies... Oh, it's the, a no-brainer. The, the team is going to involve those cameo um, people. Yeah. Oh, well, that yeah. would make sense. Yeah. I'll trade that for fucking Vin Diesel any day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. But, the, I mean, the difference between a normal Fast and Furious movie and this one is there are less core cast and they do have great chemistry, really. Like, it's not like where you've got, you know, in the other ones, you've got Vin Diesel and The Rock, who clearly fucking hated each other but are still having to act together. And these guys are Jason Statham and The Rock are just delivering the most... Well, they're not actually funny insults. They're they're very uh, blunt insults. But, you know, you do have to get along with somebody to a certain degree to just be able to machine gun fire insults at somebody for an entire film. They just hate each other. Yeah. Which is funny, to a degree. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought there were times where it was a little bit introspective and a little bit meta, and I kind of liked um, the setting of the third act. And yeah. Uh, you know, there were a couple of things where they were like, hey, you know, guns, maybe that's a bit bullshit, you know? It doesn't take a man to just pull the trigger. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's positive, that's something in one of these movies. Um, But then it it always has its cake and eats it too. Like, I think I said that, like, um, the female characters. Like, it's got a... Sure, Sister is a strong female character. Vanessa Kirby, I really enjoyed her. But... um, 
there's this sort of, you know, this is my daughter, this is my sister, this is some bitch we don't know, let's put the camera up her ass. Yeah, yeah you know, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, well yeah. which one is it? It's, uh, you know, sister, yeah, everyone's a sister or daughter, except that bitch. <laughs> Woo! Put a camera up her short shorts. Yeah. 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 You've well, heard a colonoscopy. Look, you do know that women are only of value when they are attached to a man. Ah, uh, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, whores or saints. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, th- I th- thought it was fine. I, d- I didn't really think it was anything much different compared to a normal Fast and the Furious movie. There was less... Uh, I guess less cars than a Fast and the Furious movie. They did have a bit of a car chase at one point and they uh, switched on the, the, the NOS or whatever it is that they, they use and I went, oh, that's right, this is a Fast and the Furious yeah. movie with all those dumb little tricks. I thought that was a bit on the NOS. I'm not going to laugh at that. You know, it, it it's a romp, isn't it? Like, it, it's a total it fucking yeah, Muppet yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. There are no stakes in this thing whatsoever. The thing that they're trying to stop happening is so vague. We haven't seen any of the effects of what it would actually yeah. mean. Yeah. The characters will go like that bit where they wrote. They're like, okay, we've got six minutes to do this, and it's like, okay, tension, tension, and then no rocks doing push-ups and mugging at the camera, and they're yeah. fucking around with each other, and it's like, oh, okay, so that six-minute timeline that you was, oh god, this is so important. Yeah. It's actually not important, and you know, oh, I've only got. 12 hours, I'm going to die. But yeah, I'm fine. Let's all joke around and be... You know, like, there's yeah. no stakes. Yeah. And uh, there's a good article, actually, about... And I think they even missed one. About the multiple countdowns that are in this film. Yeah. From the the virus to the bomb to the diffusion of the virus mm. to the guns being disabled. All that stuff. There are multiple, multiple timelines. And in every instance, yeah. they're abandoned almost immediately and are just nonsense. Mm. Uh, and it has one of the um, craziest day to night changes since yeah. X Men Last Stand. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Um, so it, it's a real, and it, it's weird too because the director is a guy that did Atomic Blonde, uh. and I thought that was very well directed. But then this doesn't have anything, and he did Deadpool too, which was. Um, uh. But I think that was the. It wasn't his direction as much as it was the script going. Let's fridge his girlfriend and have him mope around for the first act. Because that's exactly what you wanted to see after uh. the first Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people loved it, Luke. So obviously that is what people did want to see after the first Deadpool. Because Deadpool is very funny no matter what he's doing. Oh, look, we, I could do this that bit for ten uh. minutes, but I won't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. It's a Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, yeah. And, Align uh, your expectations accordingly. Multiple Shores, multiple Hobbs, and... Oh, and, and Idris. Idris is in there. Yes, Idris uh, definitely was in there. Yeah, he yeah. did his bit. Yeah, he walked around in... Black. Black and rode a motorbike a bit. There was a cool motorbike. It, was, fact, it was a okay, very cool motorbike. This is... This is I'm not going to spoil, but this is what I'm going to give credit to. I remember being, like, you know, a bit of a naysayer. Yeah. during the, the trailer and going, I'm not that excited about the action because it doesn't feel like there's much that we haven't seen before. Yeah. Like the shot of the car sliding under the truck yeah. doesn't feel new. But what happens 10 seconds later with the character that's pursuing them and what yeah. they do under the yeah. truck, I've never seen that before, and yeah. that was cool. So, yeah. that you know, look, my bad. I was wrong. I'll admit it. But otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah. It was a uh, thing and stuff, and there was Hobbs, there were Shaws, mm-hmm. and uh, 
Yeah, three stars. Three stars. Slightly better than slightly better than average yeah. for the type of film that it's trying to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, and uh, we, we didn't see anything this week no. because there, there's really not, not much, much out. out. No. Uh, Midsummer, I think, is the pick this week, but uh, I can't find anyone to see it with me. Sob. So yeah, just uh, go by yourself. I didn't mean sob like I'm crying. I meant like you sons of bitches. Oh. I thought it meant that you were sad. I am sad. <laughs> I want to see Florence. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. It'd be a big hit in America. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bullets <laughs> yeah. uh, flying everywhere. Uh, okay, now look. Let's talk about this What to Watch challenge. Okay. Did you do your Barbara Streisand? I did. Okay, so we can talk about that. Yes. We can finish that month. Yes. Which was the musicians in... Movies. Movies, yeah. So what Barbara Streisand... Because we had to watch a Barbara Streisand movie. Yes. We had to. We did. Like, we signed up to this thing on Letterboxd. Yep. And Cap- Ollie and Captain... Subi? Subi came around. Yeah. Guns to the back of the head. Yeah. Barbara Streisand, bitches! Yeah. And they left. Yeah. I watched Star is Born. Controversial. I know, I know. I, so um, you went back to the... Or- it's, that's like Wolverine Origins for... Of Star is Borns. Well, I mean, not really, because... Is it the second one or the third one? Third one. Okay. So there was one in the 30s, one in the 50s, one in the 70s, and then the new one. Mm. It's like Haley's Comet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was actually quite interesting, I, I have to say. No, be honest. No, no, no. Like, okay, the movie was shit, but in, interesting in the fact that... Now, I now want to go back and watch the other two, because they do so much feel like... Uh, a snapshot of their time in terms of the music and the entertainment industry and even filmmaking, I guess. Obviously, it goes without saying that a movie from the 70s looks very different from a movie from 2018, but even just the, the pacing and the tone and of what is essentially the same story, but it feels so different. Mm. Yeah. I did read the synopsises yeah. of the originals yeah. after watching the new one. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, it's essentially it's the same. I would say that it actually made me appreciate the new one a lot more because it fixed... It felt like it fixed a lot of the issues that I had with this 70s one. Like, there were things where I'd be watching a scene and go, oh, actually, the new one did that a lot better than, than this one has. It's two and a half hours long. It is Whoa. slow. And the two leads, I don't... They had... Such little chemistry, really. Like, the first time you felt that they actually liked each other was when they were boning. With the the newer one... Does you... Barbara Streisand do a good bone scene? It was so uncomfortable. Oh, I just... Oh. And because I watched about an hour of it or so, and then uh, I took a break and came back the next day, and that was sort of where I tapped out. So I had to watch it again, and it was just so... Ugh. They were in a like a bubble bath naked and there was all like soft focus and candles around and and, all, and it was just like yeah it was the look on her face as she was stripped of a natural lubricant i imagine <laughs> yes yeah so in the, i was like <laughs> where the fuck was i okay so the new lubricant. one you can see you can kind of understand sort of the the attraction or fascination that bradley cooper's character and lady gaga's character would have for each other in this one I have no idea why they were even together. Who's the dude? Chris Christopherson. Right. Yeah. Is he is he like the old man in Blade? Yes. Whistler. Yes, that's him. And yeah, they just have no chemistry and essentially for the fact that this is meant to be a dude who is a total 
miss, which I feel is well portrayed in the newer one because Bradley Cooper's character was a total miss. He's essentially a miss in the first scene where he's getting up and doing his songs and stuff. And then after that, after they meet, it's almost like, oh, he's magically fixed. And then when he does his, like, at the Grammy, she's getting an award and then he gets up and makes an ass of himself. That almost seems quite out of the blue. Does he piss his pants? He doesn't, no. Oh, automatically, so another, another tick to the, the 2018 version. Does uh, he do shit on the podium? No, he doesn't do, like, he doesn't do anything. Like, there are hardly any memorable moments in this 70s one when I feel like there are a lot of memorable moments in the newer one. It's true. Like, I think the new one's a wretched movie, but at the same time, like, it sticks with you yeah. and it entertains you. Absolutely. And the songs are so much better in the new one. It's kind of like how someone fanging it down that down my street. Vin Diesel! He's coming for me. <laughs> uh, now I don't know what I was saying. Oh, yeah. The this new Star is Born was kind of like our Fifty Shades for the year, wasn't it? Yeah. Like that yeah. sort of meme yeah or they do the uh um come here i just want to take another look at you but it's so it's much more low-key in uh in the old one and then he goes and he spits <laughs> on the ground um and yeah and the, the end it's not sort of it's left sort of vague whether he actually kills himself or it's kind of an accident or or whatever so it just didn't again didn't have the impact of that scene in the, in the newer one so it was it was a fucking slog. I'm glad I've watched it, but, like... And, I mean, Barbara Streisand was very good in it, but from what I've read, it was a complete vanity project for her, so, of course, she was always going to uh, make herself look good. There was a lot of, like... There, it felt like there was more sort of singing and songs in the 70s one, and I thought the music was a bit shit, so that was uh, made it an even harder watch. But I do think that... It is such a generational thing. Like, I have older co-workers who are like, oh, I really like the 70s one, but I obviously found the, the newer one more relatable in terms of, I guess, the music. And I think I said at the time that that opening scene pretty much nailed what that kind of concert is like and the moments before that that artist comes out with the the noise and the, the flashing lights and all that sort of thing, and it just felt really super authentic, and that's what really dragged me in when I obviously have no, uh, I guess, point of reference for a 70s folksy rock concert. I was alive in the 70s. Yeah. It was rad. Okay. Uh, I watched... I was like, I gotta watch Barbara Streisand. That's cool, but I'm gonna watch my main man Pumbaa, Seth Rogen. Ah, okay. whoop whoop, farts in the car. I watched the Guilt Trip. Oh God, okay. Where she's his mother. Yeah. And they go on a road trip. Yeah. Yeah, they do, yeah. and they go traveling around. Um, I feel like I watched this movie a couple of weeks ago. I think I did. And I don't did remember anything movie. about it. Yeah. I remember it's it's fine because okay. obviously Babs knows what she's doing. You know, she's a, a, a consummate performer, uh-huh. and Seth Rogen's being is good at being Seth Rogeny. Except he's um, he's quite a mellow Seth Rogen in it. He's yeah. not a like oh bong it up Seth Rogen, blows it up for twenty babs. Um, I don't think he like even um farts. So it's not like a big sort of gross out movie or anything. It's not like Bad Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's it's. Very light background entertainment, um, but it's pretty soft. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do like Seth Rogen. Yeah, I, I like Seth Rogen too. So, uh, I'd rather be, you know, stuck in a car with him and Babs than um, watch Antle. 
So Yeah, well, Yentl would have been my backup if I could find Star is Born. So as much of a slog as Star is Born was, I think I probably came out the winner. Now let's talk about the fate of What to Watch Challenge. Yeah. Because it's slow movies next. Yes. And the first one's going to be slow movies with subtitles. Yep. Hard to find, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it either. No, and I think if this becomes a slog and a chore, then we shouldn't do it. Because yeah. I don't think the listeners are invested enough in us doing it. Duh. I've got this, like, i got to finish things. If I say I'm going to do a challenge, I'm going to do it. And yeah, I yeah. want to free myself and go, no, I'm not going to do yeah. it. Yeah, oh, like. Because we did it. We did a year and a half, a bit over half. But, I, you know, I saw some right crackers of a movie because of it. And I want to be more adventurous and more diverse. And I would love... Uh, recommendations from our audience, yeah. and, and I would love to watch. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm happy to continue with the what to watch challenge. I just want to take a break over slow cinema month because I don't want to watch any of those no, movies. Well, oh, oh, you just want to get back into September. Yes, yeah, I have my uh, what is it, a fucking Japanese pinku all lined up. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think there was some fun stuff in December as well that I was. Oh, I, I like to October watch. too because you get to watch horror movies. Oh. And I'll do that anyway. Oh, maybe we'll have a break in October too. Yeah, like a uh, yeah. yeah, so slow cinema? Nope. No cinema. No cinema. How yeah. about that? So slow it's not even happening. How do you feel about that? So slow it's just a picture. I'm just gonna look at a film still. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So I was thinking initially that maybe I would go back to previous uh, prompts and pick another movie from that, but I guess we'll just see how mm. how we go. Alright. It's just a, a uh, August of do whatever the fuck you want. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and next time I guess it'll be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah. Because that opens on the 15th here. I think it's been open in a week or two in America already. Oh yeah, it's already been out, yeah. But we haven't got it so we're going to watch that. Yes. Ah. I love me a Tarantino. Yeah. And looking forward to that. All right. Um, I think that's it. That's it. That's the lot. You want more? There's no more. It's empty. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. You can find out everything else we're doing at fruitlesspursuits.com. That'll include links to our Facebook discussion page, uh, links to other shows like Dungeons and Drongos, which is uh, gearing up towards the 100th episode. Looking forward to that. And, um, you know, social media, Patreon, all that stuff. Oh, we love you, bum bums. Um, and thanks for uh, not being deaf. Tickety tonk. <laughs>